if you just have brains, you'll always stay an analyst and no one's going to let you climb up the ladder. If you only have balls and confidence, you're going to get found out in a month. So the only way to climb that corporate ladder is to have both and demand and command respect while always being humble. Hey everyone, the episode you're about to hear took place live on Clubhouse. If you'd like to attend live podcast recordings of our future and attend a Q&A after the episodes with my guests, follow me on Clubhouse at Michael Sakan. And make sure you're following me on LinkedIn and Instagram to be notified of upcoming recordings. And before we begin, I want to say I've been studying the top podcasts and getting ratings on Apple Podcasts has been the way the biggest shows have grown. Leaving me a review on Apple Podcasts for our future takes less than 30 seconds, and I'm extremely thankful for each one. Each one means the world to me as I build this brand. I'm currently at 61 ratings, and I want to be at 100 by March. So if the listeners of this podcast, the futurists, could help me lead the charge in making this thing huge, I would be appreciative forever. Also, today is my 21st birthday. I can no longer say I'm 20. Unfortunately, my cold emails, hopefully 21 will suffice. But thank you to everyone who texted me uh, today because I'm recording this the day of. So thank you to everyone that reached out to me on LinkedIn or text or Instagram. It's just an outpouring of, of, of feeling like I have such great people in my life. And if you reached out and, and wished me happy birthday, thank you. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. And I'm so excited for my uh, 21st year on this earth. What is good, everybody? This is Michael Zakan, founder and creator of Our Future. We are the go-to podcast and media brand for young professionals. Today, I'm bringing you an episode of our career series. And I'm joined by Alex Forenzi, who I was lucky enough to meet through Clubhouse. And it's uh, it's my birthday today. So thank you for, for being here. I'm, I'm turning 21. Dude, absolute pleasure. It was amazing, you know, kind of seeing the power of Clubhouse come to fruition, right? Like we connected a little bit on LinkedIn, trying to be innovative, having this podcast live recording featured on uh, Clubhouse for everyone to tune in and listen. Excited, man. Thank you, dude. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, the, the question for me is, is Clubhouse a place people are going to go to instead of getting a podcast? Now, I think the advantage of our future is that people know they're getting a digestible 15-minute product. They know they'll get an entertaining convo. But on Clubhouse, it's variable. You might get Elon Musk and Vlad, you know, stepping up to talk about Robinhood, or you might get some kind of strange, you know, room or whatever. You bounce around, so it's not consistent. So I, I think that's interesting. So we're gonna start things off, man. When did you realize that marketing was a passion for you? I mean, was it in high school? Was it in college? Just briefly explain to me how you kind of came in touch with the marketing verse. Marketing right now is a hot major, is a hot industry and career, and a lot of people want to be in it. Marketing, I always was involved with as a young uh, high school student. I started doing door-to-door sales, um, knife sales. Um, So I got into the sales and marketing aspect there. Um, Yeah, throwback to my Cutco days, Vector Marketing. I don't know. Cutco, they built like an empire out of distributed sales. Very interesting. That's a whole other podcast to talk about. Whole other topic of how they really leveraged the uh, high school market to to push their product. High schoolers. Wow. Just like Jewel. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, so yeah, so basically through all my internships, I started to see that the marketing and sales teams are really the gears pushing the business forward. And I wanted to be part of that innovative process. That's really, you know, driving the business as far as it can go. All my buddies that are doing sort of the main three majors of finance, accounting, consulting, they all had technical skills. And I had no technical skills from my internships that were marketing and sales focused. It was a lot of, you know, brainstorming, a lot of direct sales, a lot of, you know, just marketing brainstorms on how to use a millennial perspective to capture an older millennial audience. But what's interesting to me, man, is you worked at VaynerMedia out of college 
And yeah. that that Vayner Media is the Goldman Sachs of marketing, by all means, I would say. It is the McKinsey of marketing. It is where you want to be. Did you leverage any resources through your university, any tools, any connections? How did the, the thing come together to get that job at, at Vayner to summarize that for me? I actually went to a panel at Babson's uh, campus that had the chief media officer from Vayner, who was a Jeff Nicholson, a really? former uh, Babson student, Babson alum. Um, so I went to him and I was just straight up honest with him. And I said, hey, man, listen, I have this drive for marketing. I'm dealing with the stigma that is just negative around and it's not a serious job. He introduced me to the world of media buying from a marketer perspective, right? How can you capture set audiences and deliver content that's contextually relevant to them in their gender, race, ethnicity, placement, you know, short form, long form, video, audios, photography, open my eyes to the actual quantitative side of media and advertising. And that's where I sort of decided to jump full into Vayner. And um, is that have, is that when you realized there was a skill associated with being in marketing? There is a superpower. I, I wanted to figure out what is that one technical skill that makes you irreplaceable and a complete value add to a group of business uh, people. And to me, it was media buying. So it's a definitely a tough, it's tough to get into Vayner. Um, I would say they have a very robust media case study sort of test that you have to take as part of the recruiting process. Um, but that just requires training, right? And the beauty of digital media and digital marketers is that you have Fiverr, you have market hires, you have all these platforms for freelancers. But the best part about it is that Google and Facebook give free courses on how to gain these skills. Um, gotcha. These are the same courses that as an entry analyst in the summer class of 20, whatever that you might be in, you're going to need to take these courses in order to pass the exam and certification so that you can start buying on behalf of their clients. If you have on your resume that you're Google AdWords certified or Facebook blueprint certified or LinkedIn mm. masterclass certified, like you're immediately going to jump up on their list as like, wow, this is someone who we may not have to spend three months of salary training to get these skills. This, this is something that young people sometimes don't understand that they can do what they want to do without having a big company to do it within. If you want to go into media buying, you can do the courses you're talking about. If you want to be a journalist at the New York Times, write your own blog, do your own podcast. That is how people are going to notice you no matter what career. But I want to pivot back to marketing and agencies because I think a lot of young people can, could see themselves working in one of these, these shops, you know, Madison Avenue, you know, people have seen Mad Men. What is yeah. it like there? What's the energy? Tell me a bit about it. Uh, I'd say the energy, like any sort of industry culture, really depends on the organization you go into. Um, something I really admired from Gary Vee and the reason why I wanted to go into Vayner was one, it's a great Jersey to be rocking, right? To say that you were part of Vayner is just, a, it's an amazing sort of stamp for oneself. And, and when you introduce yourself to people, um, but more so than that was I myself, you know, I went to Babson, so I'm striving to be an entrepreneur at heart and I apply an entrepreneurial lens and everything that I sort of approach. Um, but, and I've done the corporate sort of programs, right? I've worked with Ameriprise Financial for the wealth management. Um, and I've seen the corporate infrastructure and it just doesn't jive well with me. I'm someone that doesn't like to go around walls. I'm someone that burst through walls. So sure. I figured that this Gary Vee sort of entrepreneurial, more millennial office was going to be a better fit for me. And it really depends on people. And when you're at these agencies, you got to think about, yes, this is a fully integrated marketing agency. So you have so many different departments. The media team is quantitative. The creative team is obviously creative. Then you have production that's logistics focused. So really, when you look at a marketing team, Everyone sort of expects to see, you know, your Brooklyn hipster vibe. Is that the whole? <laughs> Dude, where are your Allbirds? Where are your Allbirds at? 
Where's your sheepskin wallet? And where's the fade? Yeah, exactly. Come on. Exactly. So, I mean, you got literally every, every ice cream flavor uh, at most of these agencies just because tech, different skills sort of apply to different personality traits. Sure. And I think something interesting, right, about marketing, and it's like, yeah, you can get these media buying skills to make yourself irreplaceable at a group or at an agency or when you go to more a boutique agency after you go large. Um, but there's other elements of marketing that are these soft skills, right? And I think there are certain personalities that gravitate or are more, who are more in line to be successful. And I think it's people who are storytellers by nature. I think a lot of one of the main reasons why young people want to go work for these big companies, these agencies, these investment banks, these shops, these consulting firms is because they will meet such a diverse array of individuals. Some of the brightest people in the world begin in entry level positions at these brand name firms, right? And it's just an insane kind of mafia. It's a club. You went back to it at the brand name. Now, to go back to what you said earlier, I am so interested to see how it works, VaynerMedia works. I couldn't imagine Gary Vee having to deal with the barriers that come with a large organization that will inevitably move slower than a startup. So I, I think it's interesting. Would you, it would just be interesting to get someone from there for the pod one and just kind of take a peek, up, peek under the tent. So I'd love to learn a bit about where you went after Vayner. I mean, you're still in media buying, you're still in agency work. Um, One thing I'd like to do more of in my interviews is talk about for these awesome career paths, kind of the darker side. Like you told me that you weren't able to to, to hang out with your mom. You could hardly even pop into dinner. Yeah, I'm a mama's boy, Uh, proud of it. Um, And yeah, dude, I mean, the agency life (laughs) is tough. I mean, at Vayner, I got the best training I could have gotten. Um, Learned more in their three months of training than I did in my entire four years of college. Um, but you're basically working banker hours and you're doing banker skills, but you're getting marketers pay. So that wasn't fun yeah. in terms of seeing what other people are earning. For anyone who is trying to break through in the media and marketing world, you need two things. First, you need the brains and then you need the intestinal fortitude as, or as the older generation likes to call it, straight up balls. Um, in the agency world, it's a pyramid, man. And you're trying to climb that version of the corporate ladder. And if you just have brains, you'll always stay an analyst and no one's going to let you climb up the ladder. If you only have balls and confidence, you're going to get found out in a month and you're going to get fired. So the only way to climb that corporate ladder is to have both and demand and command respect while always being humble. So when I was, I got hit up by this boutique agency while I was at Vayner and they told me, you know, like, Hey, like we see you're a buyer. We're doing some consulting projects. So can you help out? Worked, you know, two nights of my weekend, gave them my consultation, gave them my recommendations within two weeks later. I basically had a call in to come in for an interview. But before the interview, I had a phone call. And if you wouldn't mind, Michael, there's sort of this infamous email that I sent to this agency that all my friends ragged on me for sending. And then once I showed up I, in the in-person interview, I already had the offer letter. So, hey, former employer, it was a pleasure getting to speak to you on the phone and getting to know you better. Very interested and excited to see some of the agency's client work and give my recommendations on existing strategies. As a brief recap on my background, digital media and social. During my time at Vayner, I executed campaigns with Fortune 500 companies such as Johnson & Johnson, NBC Universal, and Epic's Network with ad spends over a million dollars. Brand development. During my time at Brand Institute, Inc., I worked with 80% of the top FDA-approved pharmaceutical companies to expand their product portfolio while complying with regulation requirements. Three, business development. As a summer analyst for a multinational textile firm, I developed over 130 new leads for production mills in the South U.S. while also rebranding the website for integrated marketing consulting. During my time as a student at Babson College, I consulted Ameriprise Financial and developed a three-pronged approach to capture the millennial market through service, price, and marketing. 
I could go on and on about my background, but I think you get the point. I'm educated, trained, talented, strategic, organized, creative, hardworking, but most importantly, hungry. Eager to hear back from you soon and meet in person on Tuesday. When I met them on Tuesday, there was an offer letter on the table. I, I'm telling you, in order to land these jobs, one great email. needs to command and demand respect while also being humble and honest. That's the thing, though. That's the that's the the question, though, Alex. A lot of young people don't know their worth. Like for me, I'm only just realizing my worth after kind of doing this for for a minute, and and now I'm starting to work, you know, and and, and on the monetary side of this media thing, and you know, you just don't. It's like I like it's hard to ask for money. It's hard to be able to name your price for your job. It's hard to be able to name a price for for our newsletter ad or a podcast sponsorship. And you get better at that. And and it just shows like when you sent that email, man, like you were at a point where you knew your worth, you knew what you were capable of. And they that they really were very magnetized towards that. As long as you have the confidence in yourself to know that you can figure it out, I say, you know, speak it into existence. Say you can do it obviously do the research to know how to do it. And then you're going to figure it out on the job. Like you really need to command and demand respect in the agency world because the agency life is a tough life. I mean, it's not a, a very good work-life balance. You live for your clients. The agency mm -hmm. partners and leadership are demanding. They've been in this world for 20, 30 years. So you're going to burn the midnight oil. And if someone's going to make you do that and compromise so, sort of your lifestyle, you should demand and own respect. I, when I started off consulting, I was charging 120 an hour and I'm, and I'm 22 in my New York apartment, barely covering rent, charging agencies 120 an hour. And I just did some research. Like what is, does an expert social right. media consultant charge? And Google told me 130. So I said, you know what? I'll do 120. And name your price. Yeah. The execs. And they didn't bat an eye. Like they were just like, yeah. great, let's do it. It's all and about it's being confident about how much you charge. Just like, don't even blink. Don't waver in your voice. Just say your price. And they're, they're probably going to take it. Uh, what is your piece of career advice overall uh, to a young person who wants to work in marketing? I'd say, you know, it's, it, it starts off with, you know, network your way, go to panels, attend speaker series and follow up. And I don't just mean add whoever you spoke to for 30 seconds on LinkedIn with just a connection and thank you and a follow-up email, like engage with their content on LinkedIn. If you have no value to provide, ask a question on the comment section, like engage. You're, you're most likely going to figure out and know who the HR managers are at any of the agencies you're recruiting. Add them on LinkedIn, connect and engage with their articles and their blog posts, or even their commentary. Because if you're engaging, one, you're giving them value because now you're scaling their content further. You have an interest. And then when they meet you in person, they say, oh, that's Alex Forenzi, the guy who was commenting on my LinkedIn post and added value for me. You're already in a positive limelight. If you can so do as yeah, much do connection LinkedIn, that right. you can drive on platforms off of that in-person meeting, the better. And if I could just add one more nugget uh, onto that career advice is just when you get to that final round, like when you're actually in the agency, be yourself. Like don't try to be an imposter, be yourself because you already made it to the last stage. You already had the GPA requirement. You already passed the case study. This is just purely behavior at the end of the day and be someone that people want to hang out with. You're going to have late hours, and the people who decide is the group at the end of the day, and you're going to interview with the group. So jive with them. Also, if you don't jive with them, it's not the right agency for you. Like, Don't mm -hmm. pick a name for the name. Pick a name that speaks to your values and speaks to your work style. Yeah, people want to grind alongside people they, they mess with, man. They get, yeah. You can't be a robot. You have to be a person these people genuinely want to be in the office with, you know, at, at midnight, I guess 
yeah, office is an outdated term now. But dude, thank you so much for coming on Our Future. Yeah, um, yeah it's awesome. And I, dude, I just want to say thank you for having me on, first and foremost. Uh, secondly, again, happy birthday. I know we spoke earlier today, but happy, happy birthday. Thank you, dude. And, thank you. you know, it's, it's incredibly humbling to hear you sort of, you know, kind of see me as this guy who's doing so well and it's young and is making a career path for themselves. And just for everyone who's in the audience, like, Michael, like, you blow me away. Like, you've built this podcast, this newsletter, this community. You're 21, man. Like, if if I'm at where I'm at now at 25, I was not where you were at 21. So, sky's the limit for you, man. Like, I'm excited to see where this podcast and the whole newsletter and community grows from. And you're giving valuable content. And I'm excited to see what some of these clubhouse people have to ask. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Alex Forenzi sharing powerful career advice and exciting insights into careers in the universe of marketing, especially at agencies. It was super fascinating to hear about. Again, this episode took place live on Clubhouse. Follow me on Clubhouse at Michael Zakond. I even have a few invites. So message me on LinkedIn or Instagram if you'd like to be invited to the platform should you not be on there yet. It is only for iPhone users as of now. And further, just reminding you to subscribe to our future newsletter, ourfuturehq.com. Link is in the description. Get your email on our system so you can join our brand in a bigger way. Read our weekly newsletter with tons of opportunities with tons of opportunities, insights, and advice for how you can land the jobs you want and be a successful young entrepreneur. Just be a futurist. Thank you so much for your time, guys. And